0: Coming up on the Cliff Notes podcast, week two pregame show, a crazy play in Hamilton lifts the Hornets to a week one win. We'll recap that and preview their big game against Gallatin. Plus, man Buchanan looks to go 2-0 against Kansas City Southeast. all that and so much more on the Cliff Notes podcast, week two pregame show. Welcome back here to the Cliff Notes Podcast, week two pregame show. I am your host, Clifton Grooves. This is segment two where we break down the KCI and the GRC 11-man conferences. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and let's run down some scores from last week. Coming off their coming off their state championship runner-up finish last season, Mid Buchanan went right back to business as they handled Princeton, forty-nine to six was the final score. East Buchanan also handled business against South Harrison, forty-two to fourteen the final score there. West Platt over Lone Jack, forty-two to twenty-seven. Richmond over Lathrop, forty to six. Oak Grove Blanks Lawson forty nine to nothing. Hamilton, in a crazy final play, was able to defeat L- Lafayette County thirty nine to thirty four was the final score there. And then Gallatin over North Platte sixty two to eight. Polo over Plattsburgh fourteen to six. North Shelby twenty two, Maysville a zero. North Shelby, an eight man team, coming over to play eleven man football against Maysville. North Shelby was able to pick up the win in that one. Trenton almost got the win in overtime over Brookfield, but falls short. Ultimately, 18-12 was the final score there in overtime. South Shelby with a narrow victory over Milan, 22-20, and then Highland over Putnam County, 50-14. to Now, before we take a look at the Week 2 schedule, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And until then, take care, everybody. Back back, 11.1 seconds to play. A one-point deficit for the Penny High Hornets. Ball on the 48-yard line. Well, actually the scoreboard is not updated, Ball on the 36 yard line, Tucker Ross again a receiver split out to each side. He'll have Henderson helping him block in the backfield. Ross gonna feel a lot of pressure, steps out of it. He is gonna be sacked. No, he breaks out of it again. Tucker Ross, a magician to the end zone, wide open. Touchdown, Ty Spear. Eight tenths of a second and Penny back on top. Coach Steve Cook thinks this past the line of the scrimmage. There is no flag. Oh my goodness, it looked like he was stopped for a sack multiple times. They call it a touchdown. That audio clip you just heard right there was courtesy of Drew Tolley and MidVid Sports. I heard about that crazy play. I followed the game a little bit along on Twitter. So um, we're going to have a little bit more about that when we have our conversation with Hamilton head coach Alex Lloyd. He's going to walk us through that entire play, which brings us to our segment two game of the week as the Gallatin Bulldogs take on the Hamilton Hornets in a rivalry game. Both teams only separated by 13 miles. This should be a fun GRC-KCI crossover game. I did have an opportunity to talk with both head coaches, and we're going to kick it off by talking with Hamilton head coach Alex Lloyd. Here's our conversation right now. And we're here on the Clifton's podcast. We are continuing on with our week two pregame show, we are here with the head coach of the Hamilton Hornets, Coach Alex Lloyd. Coach, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Cliff. Appreciate it.
0: Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Coach. Uh, well, Coach, I think probably the most important thing that I want to ask you is um, I was on the road back from Lee Summit North High School covering the Maryville game, and I was following along with your game. So I saw the Higginsville scored with um, 34 seconds left in the game and then you guys scored with less than a second left to play. Coach, just walk me through those last 34 seconds.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of blur, to be honest, because we were so focused on, you know, what's the next thing, what's the next thing. You don't take a lot of time to sit back and reflect on what just happened. Um, but ultimately, um, we got – we they burned their last time out. We're trying to run the clock out. And um, we all we had to do was get a first down, and we could take a knee. And – Tucker got a first down, Tucker Ross the football. Um, Kudos to the Higginsville kids. They did a really good job. They knew the situation. And as soon as they cleared that first down, they wrapped him up um, and actually held him up, stripped the ball out, got the ball back, uh, scored within a play or two really quick. Um, You know, and our guys did a good job. You know, we talk a lot about effort and coachability, you know, in the face of adversity when things aren't going well. um, Our effort and coachability has to to maintain, and I think that's a, a testament to our kids doing that. Um, you know, with 11 seconds left on the clock, uh, they return a kick. We get, we return a kick, um, and we have a couple pass plays, and we end up scoring a touchdown. Tucker Ross breaks, like, two tackles, totally redeems and stuff for not getting down on the drive uh, drive before. Uh, breaks, like, two tackles, so the touchdown pass, wide open, tie spear. Um, and then we had to kick the ball off and cover it, and we finished the game and got out of there with a win. Our kids uh, th- showed some real grit, and, um, you know, we had some things that kind of went our way, too. Well, Coach, that ended up uh, resulting
0: in a thirty-nine, thirty-four win for your Hamilton Hornets. Uh, Coach, just uh, other than that play, your thoughts on the your thoughts on this uh, tough Week One matchup?
1: Yeah, it, it was exact, absolutely that. It was a tough Week One matchup. You know, um, we came out, we kicked, we uh, we deferred the coin toss, kicked off, went on defense first. They scored quick, and it was you know our kids could up folded and said, Ah, here we go, um, but they didn't. Our kids said, Hey, let's freaking go next play. And we wind up shutting them out for the rest of the first half. Our kids ran the ball really well, you know. Um, going into halftime, I believe it was 21-7 to 7 us. Um, I could be wrong on that. But ultimately, most of those 21 points, and we did have some big plays, but most of those 21 came, points came from two yards here, three yards there, four yards here, a little burst there. And our kids just kept freaking chipping away. And uh,
2: I was really proud
1: about the way they did that. You know, then we got into the third quarter, and um, – they had more depth than us, man. Our guys are our guys and we were we were a little bit gassed, you know, and uh they, they they got right back in that game. They were never out of it, but they got it real close. Um, you know, and once again our kids just kept freaking fighting and uh and gutted out a tough one. It was a gutsy win. Well, coach, I
0: definitely hope that
1: maybe I can see
0: that play here really soon. But um, coach, let's move on to week two. You got a you got another big home game coming up against the Gallatin Bulldogs this week coach um just your thoughts on um, gallatin what you've seen on the scouting report and what can we expect from this game on friday
1: well you know they've got some good athletes they've got a quarterback that moves well they've got some uh, they've got some threats at receiver um you know so so they're they're a good football team you know we're uh, we're scouting them we've, we we've already scouted them but we're continuing to scout them um but ultimately they're a good football team and we're really excited to go play a, a rivalry game you know um like i told our kids you know They're 13 miles north of us. I've told them on the packing field, the guys you go to the frickin' war with Friday are 13 miles north of you right now, and whoever wins that game Friday gets bragging rights for the next 365. Um, So, you know, it it matters, and it's fun, and uh, we're excited for it.
0: Oh, definitely. It's always been a great rivalry rivalry game between Hamilton and Gallatin, and I don't expect it to be any different on Friday night, but – Coach, um, congratulations on the win against Higginsville. And uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again. And um, good luck to you and your boys against Gallatin. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Cliff. Thank you so much, Coach Alex Lloyd of the Hamilton Hornets for joining us here on the podcast. Like I said, I also did have an opportunity to catch back up for the first time this season with Gallatin Bulldog head coach Patrick Treese. He gives us an update on the 2021 Bulldog squad. We we take a look back at his game against North Platte and a look ahead to their big matchup against Hamilton. Here's our interview with Coach Patrick Treese right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dutch Podcast. We're continuing on with our GRC and KCI portion of the Week 2 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Gallatin Bulldogs. Welcome back, Coach Patrick Treese, to the podcast. Coach, how are you?
2: Doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Nice to have you back on. Um uh, with a big game this week. We're going to talk about that here in just a few minutes. But um, since this is our first interview of the year with you, um, we're going to put a little bit of a bow on 2020. Um, you guys finished 5-4 and four on the season, unfortunately, um, in district play. Um, districts ended for you guys not the way you guys really wanted to and not the way, really, you guys being on the field. So, um, Coach, just – um. Your reflection back on the 2020
2: season. You know, I, I think our program came a long way in, in 2020. Um, you know, everyone had to deal with, with COVID situations, whether it's quarantines or, um, you know, missing some games. Ours just came at a very bad time uh, at the end of the season, first round of districts. We were actually set to play uh, our week two opponent uh, that we have this week in Hamilton. Um and we we played them to to an overtime loss at our place last year, and we were really looking forward to that uh, that rematch a year ago, but that didn't come. And you know, I think our boys, the returning guys we have on the on the team, are really looking forward to uh, you know getting that opportunity to play them again.
0: Well, coach, let's let's go over let's go over some of the kids that you got back this year, and let's start on the offensive end. We'll we'll go on the line. We'll go the um, the skill position players of. Who are going to be some of those players that um, we're going to be seeing on Friday nights for you guys coming back?
2: Sure. And, and we're very fortunate to where we, we only had four seniors on our team last year and they, um, you know, they, they, they were good ones, um, hard to replace, but didn't have to replace a lot of them. Um, so we have a lot of returners up front from, from a tackle to right tackle. We have Carson Lang. Um, he's a senior uh, captain for us. Uh left guard we have colt baker he's a junior center we have ethan axison he's a junior um, right guard we have brett emery he's a junior and a right tackle we have a, um, a junior in uh, gabe parker um, also a team captain in the backfield this year we have first time starting sophomore quarterback in peyton baker a very athletic kid um, has has some moxie ability to create um, both with his arms and his legs um, we we return both our, our starting running backs from a year ago and uh seniors Rodell Sperry and Jagger Gray. So um uh, you know they're they're very familiar with the system and have done a great job in the past for us at tight end. We have uh, Peyton Fiden. he's a junior. Um very athletic kid, can uh can run and jump and has great hands uh and blocks well so um does all the things that, that we need him to do there and um at receiver we have Isaac Bird who's uh just shy of six, five and uh, can really go get the football and stretch the field for us. And, uh, also Draven Wright, um, who is a junior, Isaac's a junior as well. Um, you know, uh, one of our, our, he's our jet sweep guy too. And, um, Draven can, 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 really do a lot of good things for us.
0: A lot of juniors on the roster this year. I like it. You know, uh, maybe Gallatin might be a team to watch out for in 2022, but we're still, uh, we're still in 2021. But, um, Coach, um, talk about that defense now. I know there might be some of the same names that you just mentioned on the off on the offensive end, but where do they go on the defense?
2: Yeah, you're gonna see see those guys playing the other side of the football as well. Um, you know, we we call it Iron Man football playing both sides of the ball and um, you know, starting with that with our our defensive front, we've got defensive ends, uh senior Dragan Schweitzer, um and junior Ethan Atkinson, um, uh, on the interior D line. We've got uh, junior Colt Baker, junior Gabe Parker, and senior Carson Lang. At inside backer, we've got senior Jagger Gray, uh, junior Brett Emery. Outside backer, we've got uh, Peyton Fiden, junior, and uh, Rodell Sperry, senior. And in that secondary, we've got uh, both juniors, Isaac Bird and Draven Wright.
0: So that that definitely sounds like a very loaded roster. So, um, Coach, Speaking of that loaded roster, they were able to go into a home game in Week One against North Platte. It was a sixty-two to eight win for you guys, um, Coach. Just to walk us through that ball game.
2: Well, we we started fast, and um, you know we, we executed very well. I think um, our, our guys had a great week of practice and prepared well. Um, you know, and, and that that showed in our Week One performance. Um, you know, we were kind of just you know, firing on all cylinders and, um, you know, we were able to play every member of our team, um, in that game. we got all 38 guys on the field. Um, you know, we, got, and, and got, got to evaluate a, a lot of guys on, um, you know, in a Friday night ball game. So, um, you know, we, we didn't necessarily, our starters didn't necessarily get to, to play a, a full four quarters. Um, you know, we anticipate a, a very good ball game this week and a tight one where, um, you know we're we're going to need those starters to to play full uh, four full quarters and um, you know be able to hold up conditioning wise.
0: Well, coach, um, uh, this week you know it's the big one. Um, Chris Ward on one hundred point one's got the game. It's going to be on the radio. Um, I played an audio clip at the beginning right before we got to um, this interview. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about that um, that finish in Hamilton last last Friday night against Lafayette County. You guys have Hamilton this week on the schedule. It's one of the best in the GRC. It one of the best of the KCI. Uh, Coach, just of uh, your scouting report on the Hornets and um, what can we expect on Friday?
2: Yeah, that was that was a big win for them on on Friday. Um, you know, t- to win in that, that dramatic fashion on the last play of the game like that. Um, you know, seeing that clip, that's you know that's an outstanding win and. Um, you know, for your first wins as the head coach in Hamilton, you can—I mean, you can't ask for much more than that. Um, watching them on a film, they're a very good football team. They bring a lot back from a year ago. Um, you know, their entire offensive line—they've um, got some new additions in the backfield at running back, fullback. Um, you know, Tucker Ross is back at quarterback. Does a great job running the football. They all every ball carrier they have runs the ball tough and behind a very good offensive line led by Fisher Nixdorf and. Um, Trosper and their Ethan Trosper as well. Um, you know, they're, they're well coached. They're disciplined. They play hard. Um, you know, and for us, we're going to have to ma- match that physicality that they bring. And, you know, being it is a, a rivalry game, you know, we're so close together, just 13 miles apart. So, um, you know, anything can happen in that. And we just got to, you know, focus on executing what we do, controlling the things that we can control and, um, you know, eliminating mistakes.
0: Absolutely. I highly recommend, you know, if you're looking for a football game to listen to or go to, definitely head on over to um, Penny High School. Head on over to Hamilton for that big Gallatin-Hamilton game. Again, if you can't make it to the ball game, um, you can definitely listen on 100.1. Chris Ward will have the call on that game. So that should be one of the definitely the top football games in week two. Um, Coach Treese, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast, definitely getting together for the first time in 2021, talking about your kids, and um, this is going to be a real exciting one. I wish you good luck on Friday.
2: Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on, and hope to talk to you soon.
0: Thank you so much, Coach Patrick Treese of the Gallatin Bulldogs. Don't forget, Gallatin and Hamilton is this week's game on 100.1. Chris Ward will have the call there. You can check that out on 100.1 on your FM dial or at Northwest Mo Info. Com. The next game on our schedule is mid Buchanan defending KCI champions. They're going to be taking a trip to Kansas City to take on Kansas City Southeast after the interscholastic lead. We had an opportunity to catch up with Coach Aaron Fritz. We talked about last week's game against Princeton and a very unique road game against Kansas City Southeast. Here's our interview with Coach Fritz right now. And we're here on the Off Podcast. We're continuing on with the Week 2 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the mid Buchanan Dragons, Aaron Fritz coach welcome back
3: hey thanks for having me man always good to talk to you
0: well it's always a pleasure to talk to you too coach um coach um, last time since we talked um you guys picked up a 49 to 6 win over Princeton it seems like you guys were uh, back to business as usual pretty much after um you know the way a lot of last season's games went but um, coach just um your overall thoughts on this game
3: Well, we, we, we couldn't have started off better. You know, we, we got the ball first. We got a pretty good kick return out of a a rumble and we got some good yards there. And then uh, we, we got like 15 yards in the first play and then got 50 on the next play and scored a touchdown. And, uh, you know, we just got rolling right after that. We had a lot of confidence. We were flying around and uh, I'm pretty sure we ended up scoring like five, five touchdowns and 20 plays or something like that on the night. So our first team offense was very efficient. And, uh, you know, it, it stinks because I pulled some guys out really early just to kind of save them and, and just make sure we were doing what we needed to do. But uh, our young guys got tons of playing time. Our entire second unit was in at the three-minute mark of the second quarter, and we are just rotating guys in and out and getting tons of guys reps. And it was just a really, really good night in terms of getting everybody on the field um, really early in the game and getting them tons of reps. So um, good night for us. We, we got after them right away. We put it away right away. And uh, we we came out of there um, with a win, and, and we still have things to get better at. But we we came out of there positive with lots of good things to, to learn from.
0: Oh, uh, coach, you talked about it before on my podcast. You know, you talked about you know replacing um, these group of seniors the past several years, and these kids that are there now. I mean, you know, it kind of maybe you know, maybe maybe some some people might have felt like you know maybe that success was on these um, seniors that left over the past couple of years. How big? How big is it for a game? For a game like this, for these group of kids that are there now?
3: Oh, I mean, it, it means a lot. But they—they uh, they were excited. They were very—they were very pleased with how it went. But they're smart. They're a good group of kids. They—they've been around a long time and been around a lot of winning. They know that one game doesn't kind of justify everything. So, um, I mean, what you—what you leave there thinking is, oh, we game one, and we were just an older group than Princeton because Princeton was very young. So that. An easy thing to kind of look at, and I think our kids view it that way too. Is nothing's really changed, we're still not viewed as, as what we were, and that's that's just the nature of it. I mean, you're gonna you're, people are gonna view you good, and people are gonna view you bad, and uh, we, we just got to keep playing. I think this week's gonna be a good one for us, it's gonna be uh, teach us a lot about ourselves and, and, and figure out are we still on the up, upward climb and trying to get better, or did we hopefully we didn't peak week one and we're gonna find a way to keep getting better. Well, coach, um, you, your ball club gets to take a little uh, trip to Kansas City this week, taking our Kansas
0: City Southeast. Um, They were supposed to play Kansas City Central on Saturday, but that game ended up getting canceled, and then they didn't even have a jamboree, so there's a lot, there could be potentially a lot of unknown there. Um, Coach, what are your thoughts on um Kansas City Southeast?
3: Well, to be honest with you, Cliff, we just don't know a whole lot about them. Um, Luckily, their coach talked to me on the phone, and we kind of talked about some things, and they were very helpful, but. We're going into an, a, a field and place we've never been before. We don't know anything about them. So it's just going to be really difficult and kind of prepare what to do. Um, I feel like our coaching staff is very good at preparing our kids for things they're going to see. And this week's going to be tough on everybody because we just don't know. So we're going to try to work on ourselves at practice. We're going to try to do the little things right, clean up mistakes. And, and we just got to take care of ourselves. And if uh, Southeast gives us something we're not prepared for, then we'll adjust when we get to the game and, and we'll go from there and see how our kids handle it. But, will be a really big week for our seniors to show some leadership and help us get through some of the unknowns that we're going to face this week.
0: Well, Coach, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you, on. for you talking about your kids, um, talking about your football team. And um, good luck to you guys this week, the rest rest of the week in practice, and good luck to you guys against Kansas City Southeast.
3: Cliff, thanks for having me, brother. We always appreciate your coverage. thank you so much, Coach
0: Aaron Fritz, for joining the podcast as always. The next game on the schedule is East Buchanan at Trenton, another KCI-GRC crossover. Now, the Bulldogs almost had their first win of 2021, but they just came up short in overtime to Brookfield, 18-12 was the final there, while East Buchanan took care of business against South Harrison. We did have an opportunity to catch up with the head coach of the East Buchanan Bulldogs, Dan Ritter, as he talks about that game last week against South Harrison, and his scouting report and the Battle of the Bulldogs. Here's our interview with Dan Ritter, and that's coming up right now. And we're here on the Clip Dust Podcast. We're continuing our second segment here on the Week 2 pregame show. We have the head coach of the East Buchanan Bulldogs back with us this week. That is Coach Dan Ritter. Coach, welcome back to the podcast.
4: Thank you very much. We always appreciate you covering East Buchanan.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's always my pleasure. So, um, Coach, speaking of East Buchanan football, um, your team – put up a forty two to fourteen win at South Harrison on Friday. Um, coach, just um, walk us
4: through the ball game. Well we started off pretty well. We scored on the opening drive. We had a good three and out and um, we never really looked back from there. I think it was thirty five to zero with eight or seven minutes left in the second quarter. So we
1: we
2: kinda
4: did our, our jobs. We kinda let the game get from us get away from us there a little bit and we didn't really score till uh the second half, but thirty five to zero going into halftime. We can't be too upset about it. I thought I thought they played pretty well. They kept their composure and they took care of business.
0: So Well absolutely that's what you want to do on the first week of the regular season. So um uh, coach, um uh, you get another opportunity to take care of business this week. You guys um have a road trip to Trenton this week. I don't know how much of a difference that is from Bethany to Trenton, but it seems like it's a pretty pretty long road trip itself. Also, but uh, yeah. Coach, just, um, your thoughts on the um, Bulldogs and um, what can we expect on Friday?
4: Well, the Trenton Bulldogs are much better than they were last year. You can see on film that they're a competitive team. They very well could have won their game last week against Brookfield, and so we we better come ready to play. We're expecting a dog fight for sure, no pun intended.
0: Definitely, that should be that should be a good one out there. Trent almost
4: had that win against Brookfield, but I'll tell you
0: what, that Bulldog team is going to be a lot better than they were last year, absolutely. So, um, Coach Dan Ritter, I want to thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast once again, and uh, good luck to you and your boys this Friday at Trenton.
4: Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Thank
0: you so much, Coach Dan Ritter, for coming on the podcast. Other games on the schedule involving KCI and GRC teams will include Lafayette County making a trip to Lawson. South Harrison is on the road at West Platte. North Platte hosts Maysville. University Academy at Plattsburgh. Midway at Princeton. Slater at Polo. Milan at Harrisburg. And then Father Tolton at Putnam County will round out the schedule there. That is it for segment two of the week two pregame show. Coming up is segment three, where we talk about eight-man football, and we're going to add the state of Kansas in there too as we talk about Bishop LeBlanc and North Andrew. That's the big eight-man football game of the week. This week on the Cliff Notes podcast, we'll talk about that more in segment three.